We covered a number of things yesterday where we saw that only children can hear the estate of their fathers. Slaves and outsiders cannot. And that is why it was paramount for us to become sons and, uh, and daughters or children of our father. And that is the sole purpose that Christ came to accomplish. The purpose of Christ's coming was to make us children so that we can be capable of inheriting our heavenly father. We become children of God through faith in Jesus Christ. We saw that. And this happens in the spiritual world. As we saw that there are two worlds. There is the natural world and there is also the, the spiritual world. We must therefore be born again by water and spirit to become children in the kingdom of God that are capable of inheriting the estate of their father. Our light, the divine heritage, stands and falls with the Christ light to the same heritage since we are coheres of the same with him. In other words, if Christ is not receiving anything, we are also not receiving anything. If Christ is receiving everything, then we are receiving everything. For we are joint heirs, and our lives to God estate are limited up to the point where Christ's lights are limited. If Christ as God's heir has a perfect light to what his Father has bestowed upon him, even so have we. For without him, our lights are non-existent. Our claim to the heritage is only on the basis of whom the Bible says, who became sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That is the only light of claim that we have. Any suit that can be lodged against our claim is a suit against Christ, and we don't have to worry because Christ will stand to defend it. Our lights to the inheritance are joint, and must either be acknowledged jointly or jointly denied, for on our own we have no legal claim to God's inheritance without his begotten son. God has only one natural son, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ, who has chosen to put us uh, together with him in the estate. And of course, as he said in the book of John, chapter 17, verse 24, in his prayer, that I will, that those whom you will give me, Father, be where I am. And uh, that is the reason why we are studying this topic. Today, we start discussing what are the interests in this estate. Uh, with every estate that has been inherited, there is what we call estate, the, the, the interests. Uh, it could be cash that is there in the bank, it could be some uh, land somewhere, uh, or it could be some possessions, some treasures that are there. So what are the interests that are there in this estate? And one of the interests that we are going to discuss today is God himself. And that is what the scripture says. Let me read that scripture in the book of Romans chapter 8. Allow me to lead it so that uh, we are in the same page, just in case you've joined us today and you are not with us yesterday. Romans chapter 8, today I will only read from verse 15 where it says, For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship by him we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. And if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God, and coheres with Christ. If indeed we share in his suffering, in order that we may also share in his glories. So we are looking today at the portion of heirs of God. I want you to, in your imagination, to imagine that uh, if we are to inherit our other fathers, part of the estate would be to inherit in them. Can you imagine that uh, whatever they have cannot decay? 
Somebody was to get maybe the, the, the eyes, another one was to get the teeth, another one was to get what? The arm and uh, some of these organs. Because that is what it means to inherit a person. The beauty about our God is that he cannot decay. And part of the estate that we have to inherit is God himself. The children will be heirs of their own father. The father is part of the inheritance. So part of the estate that we are talking about comprises our inheritance. Uh, comprising our inheritance is God himself. In the book of Genesis chapter 15 and verse 1, God promised Abraham so many things. But he gave him uh, one of the greatest truths that stands. And he told Abraham, you know something? I will be your exceedingly great reward. With all what you're going to get in life. With the children that I will bless you with. With the kingdoms that will come your way. I never want you to forget, Abraham, that I, God Almighty, will be your exceedingly great reward. God promised to bless Abraham, but also made it clear that even with all the blessings that Abraham was to receive, God would end up being Abraham's greatest reward. God is our ultimate inheritance, and we are heirs of God himself. God has created the human race in such a way that there is nothing that can satisfy the cravings of our human nature, the cravings of our souls and our spirit, apart from God himself. As humans, we were created from God, and we derive our identity solely from God. Paul said that it is in him we live, we move, and we have our being. In other words, our existence is in doubt without God, or does not exist. We are not creatures of accident, but rather a creation of God himself, who has vested interest in us. As Paul said to the Colossians that our lives are hidden in Christ, who is in God. So part of the estate that we are to, to, that we are to, to inherit as saints is God himself. Our true identity can only be found in God alone. During creation, when the Trinity was creating, of course they said, let us create man in our own image, and uh, that, that he may have dominion over the work of our hands. And actually the Bible says in the book of uh, Genesis chapter 2 that in the image of God, he created them, male and female. That is how the course of our human life was designed, by God himself. I want you to note that there was nothing that was sufficient to form the foundational elements of the human life. It is not like the soil. When God wanted to create the plants, he looked at the soil and he told the soil, may the soil bring all kinds of vegetations. And that is how we came to have the plants and the trees that we know today. When God wanted to create the animals that we have in the ocean, the fish and all the creatures of the sea, he addressed the water. May the water teem with all kinds of living creatures. But when God wanted to create man, he looked at the soil, it was not sufficient. He looked at the water, it was not sufficient. He looked at himself. And man became the light from God himself. Only God himself sufficed to be the foundational materials that created the human race. Man can therefore not survive apart from God. Just the way if you today separate a plant from the soil, it will die. If you separate the, the fish from the waters, it will die. You separate man from God, man will die. God is man's ultimate inheritance. And man's true identity can only be found 
in God and God himself. Throughout life, the human race tried to get identity from so many forms and uh, from so many things. Money, that is one area where we try to get our identity. But I can assure you today that irrespective of the amount of money that you will get in life, money can never satisfy or give man his true identity. No matter how much you fancy it. Irrespective of all the millions that you have, I can assure you that money will never give you your true identity. Power can never satisfy us. It can never satisfy the vacuum that exists in a man's heart. Not even relationships eh, with uh, all the karma for love and sex. It cannot satisfy. Eh, with, uh, it, it can never satisfy the craving that are there within the human heart. Man's heart was created in such a way that only God himself can satisfy it. God is man's source. And unless the human drive is united with its source, life with all its beauty becomes vain. That is why God becomes the ultimate inheritance of mankind. And I think great apostles and uh, great uh, prophets realize that. You will see in the book of Psalms chapter 16 and verse 5 where David is saying, The Lord is the portion of my inheritance. He realized that with all what he can get, God alone is the portion of his inheritance. It is only God who can suffice him. 63 and verse 26 of the book of Psalms, God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. He realized that his portion can only be derived from God. The same thing is repeated in the book of Psalms 119 and verse 57. You are my portion, O God. David wanted to remind God that although he was king and he had all the things at his disposal, there was nothing that was sufficient for him as an inheritance like God himself. That is why we are saying that today, part of the estate that you are talking about is God himself. God is our infinite possession. There is nothing that can equal the praise of God in the estate that you are inheriting. Talk about heaven. Talk about miracles. Talk about the kingdom of God. It all evolves allowed the source himself. Praise the Lord. And that is why Christ came, so that he can give us access to the Father. The Father who is holy, whom we cannot be able to approach in our human form. He became the only way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Because the ultimate is to go to the Father. The ultimate is to have that reunion and that fellowship with God. There is nothing that can equal the praise of God in the estate that you are inheriting. And it's only people that recognize as their portion, that, that, that recognize God as their portion, who can consider shame for the sake of Christ to be of greater value than the short-lived pressures of sin. That is why, irrespective, when you read the Bible, you realize that somebody was in a, like Moses. He was in a position to inherit all the glories of Egypt. But he realized that his identity was not in the material things. His identity was not in what he was seeing. And what does the Bible say in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 34? That he disregarded all the treasures of Egypt because he was looking forward to his reward. What was his reward? His reward was God. It is only people who live for higher values, for higher virtues, that will not compromise 
the eternal gain for temporal satisfaction. Those are the people that can be taken to the top of a mountain. The way Jesus was taken and they are told, all the kingdoms of the earth and their glories have been given to me and I will give you if only you worship me. But they will realize that the ultimate inheritance of man is God himself. What did Jesus say? It is written, you shall only worship the Lord your God and him alone shall you serve. Praise the Lord. That is the difference because he realized and uh, he was very well much, he was very much acquainted with what the ultimate inheritance is all about. Psalms 33 and verse 12. Blessed are the people of whom the Lord is their God. I don't care what you have or what you don't have. But I can assure you that when we don't have God, we are empty. We are nothing. We have no identity. We have no eternity. We have no value because our identity is supposed to come from God. The only form of blessings that we can have is we have God as our identity. Such people's heart and purpose is higher than the other purpose. They don't live for the natural. Yesterday we saw that there are two worlds, the natural and the spiritual. When you come and you have God as your inheritance, you are not living for the natural. You know that beyond this life, there is another life. Beyond our natural parents, the way we know them, and the friends that we know, that we have a friend who sticks closer than a what? Than a brother who has become our inheritance. Our eyes are affixed, not on what is seen, but rather on what we cannot see. Because we know that what we can see is temporal. But what we cannot see is eternal. Such people's hearts and purpose is, on high, is higher than any other purpose. Their purpose do not serve the moments, but are rather eternally oriented. It is possible to say no to something today. And you may not be able to understand those people, but they have realized that they have a higher and a deeper inheritance than what others can see. Those are the people when they finish campus, they will not be able to compromise to get a job. Because for them, they are living for a higher purpose than what others can see. Praise the Lord. Because they have come to the knowledge that the greatest inheritance we can have in life is God himself. <clears throat> they, they can scorn the shame of the moment because their eyes are set on the price which God has uh, prepared for us in Christ. Praise the Lord. That is what the Bible says of Christ. That he scorned the shame. He, he, he endured the cross. Scorned its shame in the book of Hebrews chapter 12. Eh? Because he was looking forward to a reward. In other words, whatever situations and circumstances they are going through, whatever pain, whatever hardship they are going through today, they can manage to endure them because they know their inheritance is not in the elements or in the things of this life, but their inheritance is found in God and God himself. I like what the Bible says in the book of Psalms 84, verse 6, that they have their eyes set on the pilgrimage. They know that they are just but passerbys. They are not permanent on earth. Such people set their eyes on the pilgrimage. Actually, the psalm says that as they pass through the valley of Baker, they make it as place of springs. In other words, the situation or the elements do not determine them. They are the ones who, ch who changes the situation and the, and, and the elements. I don't know what valley you are passing through today. I don't know what situation you are passing through. When you know that God is your inheritance, you're going to change whatever situation 
and circumstance that you are in. You can make springs. As we saw yesterday, that the Spirit of God has a creative ability, <clears throat> irrespective of the circumstance or the situation that you are passing through. They know that the kingdom of God for them is not some praise, but the kingdom of God is within them. Praise the Lord. It is not some praise we are going. It is not some praise that you have been promised. Tomorrow we are going to, see, to, to look at the whole concept about the kingdom of God. And some of us we think that when uh, we come to Christ, now we are only prepared to go to some, some place where there will be no tears, where there will be no crying. But the kingdom of God starts immediately. You accept Christ. Praise the Lord. Eternity will not start tomorrow. Eternity will not start when you close your eyes and you say you are gone. Eternity starts when you are united with your source, with God, through Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. For such people, for the people that have God, as their heritage and their inheritance, the kingdom of God is not some praise. They know that the kingdom of God is within them. Praise the Lord. And that is why they can afford to change circumstances. That is why they can live by faith because they know the scriptures has numerously repeated that phrase, that the righteous of God will live by faith. They set their eyes on the creator rather than on the creatures, on eternity, as opposed to what we call the spurs of the moment. They make their decision in the light of eternity. Huh? When the Bible says in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 51, I think verse 17, that he is the portion of Jacob. God is the portion of Jacob. You will be able to realize why it was possible for Jacob to say, it's okay. They can be able to say no to a morsel of food, to something that will cause them to sell their birthright. Because they know that with God, they have, a, they have such a, a, a major inheritance. Praise the Lord. They have a major inheritance. They make their decision in light of eternity, not in light of what is happening today. They cannot sell their birthright for a morsel of food. They can join Jacob in saying, God is my portion. Praise the Lord. God is my portion. God becomes our portion. God becomes part of us. He is our chief inheritance. We cannot compromise great things that are coming our way because of opportunities that the enemy brings our way. We're not going to compromise our dignity just because one day we are trusting God that we are going to have a family so that you want to have a shortcut. They will not because they realize that as long as God is seated on the throne, as they achieve inheritance, it shall be well with them. Praise the Lord. It shall be well with them. And they know that irrespective of what, since the kingdom we are serving has become the kingdom of our Father and of his Christ, we are part and parcel of that kingdom. They set their eyes on what cannot be seen rather than on what can be seen. For what is seen is temporal, but what cannot be seen is eternal. They know that no eye has seen, no ear has heard, never has it ever entered the mind of any man, the great things that God has prepared for those that have chosen him as their inheritance. Praise the Lord. Amen. Those people that have chosen God as their inheritance. Irrespective of whether you have any chance of inheriting in your father's estate, irrespective of the background that you have come from, the moment you get connected with God, and God becomes your inheritance, you can be assured that it shall be well with you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Your past does not determine your inheritance. Praise the Lord. Amen. Your past, will, God will only use it to propel, 
to the great future that he has prepared for you. They realize that there is no greater inheritance than God himself and recognize that he who has God with him has all things. Being with God and in God is the ultimate desire of all saints. God is our ultimate heaven and we came there sing and join uh, David in saying, whom have I in heaven but thee? Praise the Lord. Because God becomes our chief. God becomes our joy. God becomes our ultimate glory. In the book of Psalms 48 and verse 14, I like what David said. For this God is our God forever and ever. He shall be our guide even to the end. Praise the Lord. Amen. The people that have chosen God to be their inheritance, to be their portion. Even as we go through this topic of coheres and heirs together with Christ. It is very much important. I know tomorrow we're going to, not tomorrow, on Thursday, we're going to look at the kingdom of God. We are going to look at the other elements that are there in the, in the kingdom, uh, in the estate of our Father, for us to inherit. But it is important for us to know, irrespective of whatever position you can be promised in life, I know especially many of us who are students, we have great dreams when we finish uh, the university. This and that will happen. But I can assure you that there is nothing in life that will ever satisfy you more than God. There is nothing that will ever take the place of God in your lives. Praise the Lord. And you just need to have that uh, as the basis, the foundation of your life. That irrespective, whether you land that dream job or not, irrespective of what happens in your life, God himself has promised, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. Praise the Lord. I will be there to guide you through. When I was in the university, I actually never knew. When I was looking at my classmates, I was saying, maybe this one can get a job, this one can not get, you know. I was not lanking anywhere near of, uh, because I did not have what they call a godfather eh, or somebody who knows me. But let me tell you something. I had God as my inheritance. Amen. I had God as my inheritance. And when I finished campus, God, for those, uh, I think now it's over... Since 2000, those are 13 years. Eh? God has not let me down. God has not disappointed me. Uh, today, I, I, I can say that I am grateful that I chose God as my inheritance. Friends, it does not matter what background you come from. It does not matter what is going on. As long as you have God as your inheritance. What does the Bible say? God, tell the righteous, it shall be well with them. As long as you have God as your inheritance. There is no paradise, and there is no Eden that is better than God himself. It does, this can even be in terms of the job that you envision. It can be in terms of the family that you are trusting God for. It can be in terms of that guy or that girl that you always regret because they left you. Let me tell you that there is no paradise, there is no Eden that is better than having God as your inheritance irrespective of the heartaches or the pains that you have gone through, as long as you have God as your portion, I am here to let you know that it is well with you. Amen. The infinite God fills the earth, and he who has the Lord for his portion has all that he can desire. God is the ultimate in our balance sheet of life. Maybe where if I tell you to do your balance sheet, there are abilities are more than what? Let me tell you what you have to do. You just have to bring God on what? On your asset side of it. And let, it, it, it is enough. It is enough. Praise the Lord. Amen. It is enough. 
Somebody like Abraham. I remember there was an occasion where he went to fight uh, with what the scripture says, the, the, the five kings. And uh, when he was coming back and he had taken all this loot, and the king of Sodom was telling him, it's okay, you can take all the, the, the wealth you want. What did he say? I will not take, not even a thread eh, of a shoe, so that you will never say that I made Abraham rich. He realized that as long as I have God as my inheritance, I don't need anyone. Praise the Lord. I don't need anyone's support. When they went to contention with the Lord, and the Lord was telling him, yeah, I think I want this battle uh, of He was content. Why? Because he realized God is my inheritance. And as long as he told, uh, actually after, immediately he told Lord, you can take all what you want. God came and told him, you know something? Even what you have given him will still be yours. As long as you have God as your inheritance. You can make long-term decisions. Not in the light of the situation. The way things are today. Not because of the impetus of pain or discomfort that you are going through today. But you can make a decision out of faith because you know that God as your inheritance will never let you down. And he will never disappoint you. Sometimes you are going through trials and temptations. Like prophet Jeremiah says in the book of Lamentations 3 and verse 24. He was going through one of his worst moments because uh, his people had already been taken to captivity. But what did he say? The Lord is my portion, therefore I will hope in him. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm, you might be going through some painful moments. You might not under, be understanding what is going through in your life. But as long as you have God as your inheritance, you can dare join the prophet in saying, The Lord is my portion, I will hope in him. Amen. When you have nothing else to hope for, maybe you have nobody you are waiting eh, to call at the end of a semester and pay your fees. Maybe there is nobody you are looking forward to. You can confidently say, the Lord is my portion. I will wait for him. Mm-hmm. I remember in my second year, when I was here for second year, and uh, I did not qualify even to get any amount from help. And I remember a brother, I met with him and told me, oh, Charles, what will you do? Because I did not have a family where I came from when I was here. But I remember my response to him, just somewhere around the central police station, I told him, my father will know what he will do. Praise the Lord. God will know what he will do. And apparently 1998 happened to be one of the years, uh, I think when I ended up having a lot of pocket money eh, that, that I could ever have. That is the year. Uh, there was a contest that was going aloud in all the universities in Kenya. And they wanted somebody who will represent Kenya in Israel. Because Israel was celebrated in 50 years. And this guy emerged the top in the whole country. Went to Israel in 1998 when he did not even qualify for a church alone. We used to call him church eh? then. The, the one who was head of, the, of hell. When he did not even qualify for a loan. Why? Because he chose to have God as his inheritance. Chose to have God as your inheritance. You will not have to explain. Remember yesterday what we said. The natural and the spiritual. See things in the spiritual. And I can assure you that God will cause them to happen. Because you will choose to trust in him. What can you this day consider as your ultimate inheritance? What would you rather have? The riches of this world and their glories or God himself. Many times you have been taken to that mountain where we have to make a choice. What would you rather have? Would you compromise the, 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 your position in eternity that you have in Christ rather than have God himself? 
When you have to make a decision, what would you rather have? Would you rather choose to have God himself as your soul inheritance? Jesus recognized his ultimate possession and an inheritance was God himself. And he was able to say that irrespective of whatever comes my way, I will worship God and worship God alone. I will serve with God. There is, it's not negotiable for me. Irrespective of the situation you are in, you can choose to have Jehovah God as your inheritance. And I can assure you, those who trust in him will never be put to shame. If only you can have him as your sole inheritance, as your joy, as your glory, as the pride of your life, I can assure you, my brethren, that you will never be put to shame. Because he will never allow you, he will never allow you to be put to shame. Then you shall worship the Lord God himself, and him alone you shall serve. What is your ultimate heritage and inheritance today? Can God comfortably say that it is you? Can God ultimately say that you have chosen him to be the glory of your life? That you have chosen him to stand with you? That you have chosen him to be the one who will fight for you? That you have chosen him to be the pride and the praise of your life? Some of these decisions were not easy. When Jacob was deciding to side with God, it was not easy for him. His brother, Esau, who was a twin brother, was already married. He had married some Canaanites. And here he was. He was being told, you have to go to, some, uh, to, 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 to your brother, uh, to, to, to your uncle. And when he went there and uh, wanted a wife, it was not easy. He was told he has to serve now for how many years? Seven years. And I can imagine, oh, my, my, my brother is already married, he's already advancing in life. That is how we feel when we finish campus. We finish with this guy, he already has a job, he's doing very well, he's, he's already driving. And you, you feel in a city you're useless. Let me tell you that it does not matter. When you have God as your inheritance, mm-hmm. you overtake all of them. Amen. Make your decisions mm-hmm. in the light of eternity. Make your decisions in light of your position in Christ. It is not what they say you are. It is what God says you are. You have God as your portion. You have God as your inheritance. They might seem to be doing very well, but I can assure you, when you have God on your side, at the end of it all, you shall prevail. Because God will fight for you, and God will vindicate, will vindicate you. We continue with this topic on Thursday. Let us bow down for a word of prayer. Everlasting Father, in the sovereign name of Jesus, we are grateful that of all things that life can afford and can bring our way, we have you as our ultimate inheritance. There is nothing that can take your place in our lives, O God. Our satisfaction in life will not come from money. It will not come from power. It will not come from relationships. Our ultimate satisfaction in life will come from you. And we are glad that you have called us to be coheirs with Christ and coheirs of God. Heirs of God together with Jesus Christ. That we can walk shoulder high. That we cannot put down our face in shame because we have you as our ultimate inheritance. Even when we are going through problematic times that we may not be able to, 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 to understand, we can dare hope in you Because there is none who has ever put their focus and their hope in you who was ever put to share. Father, I pray for my brothers and my sisters 
that should there be someone who is going through some trying moments and they may not understand the fire the loving father that they are going through that they don't understand that with you you will always present the 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 the, the, the escape from trouble the escape from the fire the escape from the hardships that they are going through and ultimately you will declare them victorious i pray for grace and i pray the loving father that your 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 grace will be together with them that you will help them to make decisions not to compromise the loving father the long term benefits because of some short term pressures but they will take their stand for god they will stand to they will choose to stand for you oh god and to and stand to be counted as people that made god their inheritance maybe you are here in our midst and you don't know jesus christ as lord and savior and you would wish to have god as your inheritance from today henceforth you would wish to live and live for god i want I'm, i'm giving you this opportunity you can raise up your hand and i will pray together with you you are here and you don't have god as your inheritance you don't have god as your portion in life we can give you this opportunity and usher you into his kingdom and you become part of his family father i want to say thank you because of these dear saints and i pray that we will continue in increasing in their lives that you will guarantee them of great uh, glories to come and of better days they love in father ahead because they have chosen to have you as they are god and they have chosen to make you their chief inheritance i bless them in your name and until we meet again on thursday lord we shall be careful to give you praise for this we pray in faith and trust in in jesus name amen, amen. god bless you so much sister you can come and uh, complete for us thank you to uh, 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 thank all of us who made a